Well, if it isn't the wildest two scallywags I've done ever seen in my life. This town ain't big enough for two Reddit podcasts. It really isn't. Oh, no. Wait a second. We're taking fire. It's the best Reddit content we've seen this side of the Mississippi. Dog, I'm going down. As the sheriff of this town. Oh, oh no, not you're really dead. Wow, their podcasts were too incredible, Sam. I think there's only one way we can save you. Having you go and listen to MI the A-hole pod. That's right. With Shannon and Danny, y'all head over there, listen to them. That's the only way we can save our boy Sam. Go now. Search it anywhere you listen to podcasts. I want to evict my sister because she has zero life skills. Is that fair? This is OKOP, home of the craziest true stories on earth. I'm Sophia and Riley. Should OP evict their sister? Um, No, they need to learn. They need to develop <laughs> life skills and you need to babysit her yeah. through all of those life skills. Yeah. <laughs> their parents failed her. You should. It's all on you. This is actually written by Sam. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> It may be. It may be. It, this didn't make me think of you. What? I have life skills. <laughs> I cook. I'm the only one who knows how to properly no, how cook. How to what? Properly cook? Properly cook. What about me? I cook. Did you not see me cook that spaghetti last night? No, I was at my audition. I, you walked in as I was cooking it. Oh, I did. That's true. Was it good? Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> you have to cook something for the house. That's the next level. Okay. Actually, I do want to cook something for us, but you don't like chicken, though. I don't not like chicken. I just don't eat chicken. I'm Can you eat pescatarian. It? If I eat, if I make chicken, will you eat it? No. If I make salmon, will you eat it? Yes. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> All right. So, segue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I need something to say. Let to us say to spill the, your tea. No, I don't want to say spill your tea, what? but I need to say something to get me to the next point, because otherwise it's just like. Ba, 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 ba. Okay, moving on. It comes with the craft. It comes yeah. with the job. It, it, we'll learn. We'll learn. We'll yeah. figure something out, guys. Uh, so, Aggravating Ear 337 says, Long time lurker, first time poster here. I, female 34, moved in with my younger half sister, female 27, last year, and it really opened my eyes to realizing every sibling has a different version of their parents, and also a lot of behaviors adults have is due to watching their parents do the same poop and or never teaching them life skills yeah mm. that's that's accurate i am married and after some unforeseen circumstances i left my husband to be away for a while she was eager to move out of our parents for the first time and it seemed like a good idea at the time since rent is unbelievably high and i needed the other half of rent anyways i don't have a story but i do have a damn list of things that are driving me absolutely nuts and i would really appreciate any and all advice, including if I'm the jerk here. Mm. Number one. Oh, we have 12. There's 12? Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Here it we go. It seems like you just don't want your sis. I, maybe you're just not compatible. We'll find out. Uh, number one, she has a pet. Upon viewing unit, we were told no pets. The rent was too good to pass on, so she agreed to leave the pet behind at her parents. Two months after move-in, I come home to this animal having been snuck in overnight, living here ever since, and essentially a one-way ticket out the door if we are caught. Parents and sisters planned this from the beginning. That's really annoying. What's up with people not reading leases? I hate that. I hate that. Because, like, I love pets. I love pets. But if there's no pets in the lease, don't bring a pet. Yeah. And also, like, discuss it with your roommates if you are going to bring a pet. Like, if you're going to do something that's not allowed in the lease, you've got to talk to your roommates. Number two. 
She doesn't clean the litter box for days until the entire house smells will then leave the trash bag in the house after cleaning it. So the smell continues to linger. That's the worst. Like mm. cat smell, like cat pee smell does not leave a house. It doesn't. No, it like can stay in the walls. It's like smoking. Like that's is in your house. Dude, I had an old friend mm -hmm. that a cat peed on her bed and it forever lingered in <sighs> her room. That's horrible. That's yeah. horrible. No cat's pee smell is just the worst. Number three, if in the kitchen and opening anything with a wrapper, good luck getting her to find the trash can. Uh, I hate that. But number four, if she does find said trash can, she will not open lid, will literally set trash on top of the trash can. She's out of there. She's out. <laughs> if that was my sister, she's out. She's gone. <laughs> That's my pet peeve. It'd be like me, like putting a banana peel on the counter. On the counter, right next to the trash. Oh, that's the worst. This is horrible. No, you're not the a-hole. She's gone. Um, number five, leaves food in bowls and then leaves it in the sink. Mm -mm. All food accumulates in the strainer and leads to gnats and mold. Mm -mm, mm -mm. That's so annoying. I had like a friend who had roommates who would like leave food in the sink and it, it, it accumulates mold. It gets moldy. If you don't clean out the food from your sink, that's disgusting. Uh, number six, doesn't put dry dishes away ever, will wash more and continue stacking on top, leading to a never-ending cycle of wet dishes. Uh, number seven, doesn't understand how to wash dishes. Food, oil, and crust left on clean dishes is a regular occurrence. Number eight, I work from home. My office is in the living room, will not sleep in her room, but rather on the couch. So it's impossible not to wake her up with my typing and meetings. Uh, number nine has her own TV in her room, yet insists on coming into living room while I'm watching TV and starting up a show on her iPad at full volume. Oh my God. Number 10 has daily group FaceTime calls every night starting at 10 p.m. that last until 2 a.m. She will take this call from the living room as well, laughing and screaming all night, knowing I am up at 4 a.m. for work. Oh my gosh. I have She's a story a nightmare. about this. What? I have a story about that. You have a story? I also yeah. have a story, but it's not yeah. like my story. It's like a friend's story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, two okay, two story, okay times. story times. This is getting worse and worse. Like, I I was kicking this roommate out, this sister out at, like, number two. But yeah. I'm I'm a pretty clean person, and this is my nightmare. Oh, number one for me. This is number, yeah. The, the cat thing? The like, cat thing? Actually, no, I forgot that that was number one. Yeah. <laughs> Done. That's me. I'm also allergic to cats, so it's, like, doubly so for me. Honestly, cannot blame her for number nine. Wait, no, what's number nine? Has her own TV in her room yet insists on coming to the living room? Uh, sometimes I want to no, just yeah. like hang out in the living room. I like hanging out in the living room. That's different. But having the, like the iPad full volume. Yeah, iPad full volume. And then yeah. her being in the living room does lead in her sleeping in the living room. And then yeah. you work in the living room. So Yeah. Like, I yeah. feel like when you, well, like, I think it's, that one is a little bit, eh, because I'm thinking like if you had a TV in the living room, mm -hmm. I'd be like, that's fine. like I had roommates who would watch TV. Like I would watch it. We both watch TV in the living room and have the volume yeah. on and stuff. That's yeah. fine. But I guess it just depends. Like you gotta, everything else coupled with that is not voting well for Sam the sister. Does. He'll watch like TV in the living room and fall asleep. And I'll be like, Aw. oh yeah, Sam, he does. He watches, he always watches stuff to fall asleep too. And that's when cute. I like, well, yeah. Oh. When I used to live with him, it was so annoying. Cause I would like. Used to? Oh yeah, well, and when I lived with him as a child, <laughs> his I would always hear his like TV playing from the other room, and I'm a light sleeper, and it would annoy me. I would go into his room and I would have to turn it off. <laughs> it was really annoying. 
because <laughs> he played it so loud. Anyway, uh, number 11 calls my parents when it's her turn to buy household essentials so they can pick them up from Costco for her. She does not pay for them. Uh, uh, I don't know. That's what you do. <laughs> that <right>? sounds nice. <laughs> no, sometimes. But then- <laughs> <laughs> no okay no, no 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 my my mom just likes buying like she likes buying kitchen appliances like it's her favorite thing so i just that is true but also sam benefits from that so it's in not, a way we all do yeah but also if you're like if like one sister's it seems like they're just playing favorites i yeah, think that's the issue yeah. on that like because i feel like you know if you're buying household appliances you could they could both ask the parents but it seems like only one is so maybe hmm. Yeah, no. So you're sharing them. Like if it's like, yeah. oh, we got chips. It's chips for us. Yeah. Us chips. Yeah. I guess if it's like, if the sister's like, but it's household appliances. So it's not just like, chip, you know, food. Like soap. Yeah. That's like kind of annoying. Uh, yeah. Mm. But uh, yeah, no, that's a little bit annoying if the parents aren't offering to pay for the other sister, I guess. Or the OP. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I think it would be annoying. Number 12, when her turn to do grocery shopping for the house, she buys BS like snacks and doesn't contribute to any actual food, leading me to have to pay for more groceries to make an actual meal for us. I think the solution to that is just don't buy communal food. Like I, I don't, Sam and I, don't, well, actually we have a, <laughs> that's in this situation, we do have communal food, but like with most roommates, I don't have communal food. Like we yeah. all have our own things. And if it's a problem, then you just have your own food yeah. and you're like, okay, you can buy your own stuff and make your own food. And then that, like that fixes that problem. It looks like she's also cooking for her. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's wow. This is a nice sister. It seems like, okay, you cook for Sam. I do. But I, I yeah. cook for my brother back yeah. home. Like I'll end up making something. He'll be yeah. like, Hey man, I can have the leftovers. And I'll be like, you know, as yeah. a nice person, you're like, sure. Why yeah. not? Yeah, I think there are scenarios where it's okay, but like if it's really bothering you, then you can be like, okay, we need to have separate food. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's that solution. Cause I, I think because they're siblings, it makes a little bit more sense that, you know, they're cooking together and stuff. Yeah. But. This is an interesting question. Uh, yeah. Let us know if you have lived with your siblings, do you feel obligated to cook for them or do you guys like figure that out? Cause yeah. from what I've seen with Sophia, she does cook for Sam yes. and then me, I cook for my brother. I don't yeah. know if there's any, but Sam and I have a deal. He pays for the groceries and then I cook them because he doesn't have any time because he's always recording. Uh, so this deal is actually working out for me because I don't have to make groceries. I did not make a deal like that. Yeah, no, make a deal. Don't, I would not pay. I would not just make Sam food. Uh, that is not the type of, I'm not that nice. <laughs> I don't have that kind of time. But if he's paying for the groceries, it really works out. I'm just the in-house, well, not in-house chef. I'm not cooking for everyone. Um, so Opie says, I know these aren't serious issues, but I'm so fed up and I don't know how to approach this as every time I try to talk to her, she rolls her eyes, walks away and calls my parents to complain so they can then call me and tell me to leave her alone. I unfortunately am stuck in this situation for a few years. So any help is appreciated. Oh, oh, so you can't even, you can't evict her. No, you just have to live with this. That sucks. Uh, I think, okay. I think number one for 12. You should have your own separate food. Okay. You should have your own separate food. Say, I'm sorry, I'm not cooking for you anymore because it doesn't seem like it's an equal situation. Number 11, call your parents and say, hey, if you're going to buy her stuff, you should buy my stuff or not Mm -hmm. at all. Number 10, turn off the Wi-Fi for these group daily FaceTime calls. Yeah. Just turn off the Wi-Fi. Well, then she's going to wake you up and be like, the Wi-Fi's on. The Wi-Fi's on. Yeah, I guess that's true. 
I don't know. I'm trying to solve everything here. Uh, number nine. I don't know. I'm not going to solve all of these, but uh, type in the comment how you think that we can solve. Lift these 12 burdens off of OP's shoulders. Yeah. Uh, uh you had Herculean a burden. burden. I had a burden from a friend. Oh, I had the, Oh yes. I had an okay three time. Um, so I had a friend who we went to the same college together. Um, okay. I knew them before, but so, yeah, so we went, so my freshman year, they were living in a dorm with someone we went, so we went to elementary school Okay. and there was another, uh, guy who also went to our same elementary school and he was like, Hey, to my friend, mm -hmm. he was like, Hey, do you want to like live together our freshman year? Like, do you want to dorm together? Because you know, it'll be nicer to live with someone you know than a stranger. Um, and so my friend was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. And so he lived with him. It was a triple. So he lived with this mutual guy that we knew from elementary school and, and one person, another person. Okay. And so in this dorm room, uh, the guy that we, my, not my friend, I need a third person. Yeah. Third guy, third guy, third okay. guy was like that. We both knew, um, would stay up until like four in the morning playing video games yeah. on like full volume and like screaming and stuff and keeping yeah. my friend up. And I was like a nightmare for him. Yeah. Yeah. That's also my okay yeah. story time. Um, so my brother and I lived in an apartment together. Yeah. Uh, we didn't have internet growing up. Mm -hmm. So like, Online games were new to us whenever mm -hmm. he moved in. So, like, bro would be up to, like, 4 o'clock in the morning just, oh like, yelling, like, oh. banging on the on the table. They get so intense with the video games. They really do. I mean, yeah. it makes sense sometimes, but, like... Not 4 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be my final. Because Sam and I never grew We didn't grow up with, like, video games. Yeah. Like, we weren't a video game household at all. We had, like, Nitrome and like mini clip. Those were our <laughs> computer games. And that was the extent you, you of You do be playing that sometimes. Yeah. I've seen her play. She's just like, I'm like, oh, that looks like fun. Yeah, it is and fun. And then we're working on a thumbnail. And yeah, like we never had video games. And so we just didn't grow up with that. And like when I hear about people, you know. Doing that. It's doing like, that, I'm like, wow. Doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. It doesn't add up. But it took like six months and then he stopped. Oh, okay. He like so got, got used, used to, to playing it. video games. Oh, He's it's like, like when you introduce like drugs to a... No, you don't like when you introduce, like, you're like, you make drugs legal, something like a certain drug legal. Oh. And then it has this period of like, it gets like a lot, you know, like everyone's using it too much. And then it like. Oh, yeah. Flies yeah, out. yeah, yeah. That's what I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The hype's gone. The hype is gone. Well. That's it. That's it. That's that's all we have for you today. Yep. Hope you liked it. <laughs> if you love us, make sure to subscribe. And we love you. And, and see, see you tomorrow. tomorrow. This is an episode from Deep Within the Archives. Time for OKOP Rewired. I sent my boss dirty magazines to destroy his marriage and his career. We stand a life-ruining king. Implode that marriage. That's right. For no reason. The setting. A high-volume, independent tire shop in northern New England. We'll call it 123 Tire. The target. Evil general manager. We'll call him Jay. Ooh. Aggrieved parties. Basically, everyone that worked there at the time, but mainly myself and the receptionist. We'll call her Ruth. The backstory. <gasps> so Jay had been the GM of 123 Tire since he got the previous GM fired in 2004. Nice. <laughs> Yikes. Man, this guy's already a piece of work getting the other guy <laughs> fired to reclaim the throne. This is like Game of Thrones, but yeah. for tires. <laughs> 
Game of Tires. Game of Tires. The Ring of Power. <laughs> he was and is a complete narcissist who believed he could do no wrong. And if you didn't agree with him, God help you. Over the years, Jay had done a number of illegal things. For example, he was always very physical with his employees. And I think that goes like two ways, actually. One time he was wrestling with another salesman. <laughs> I'm just imagining these like huh? wrestling bouts in the office. Yeah. This was commonplace and unavoidable if you valued your job. That, what is that? How do you get pro? You're like, <laughs> all right, boss, let's throw it down in the ring. It's, yeah. like, it's like, oh, you want that client? I'll wrestle you. Yeah, bro. seriously. <laughs> Last one living gets it. So he was wrestling this other salesman. We'll call him Paul. And Paul took a bad fall and broke his knee. In order to avoid the ire of the owner, we'll call him Lou, Jay immediately clocked Paul out and told him to go to the hospital. That was basically because, like, the guy would have to use his own insurance instead of the company insurance. Right. And so he's, like, saving face. Yeah, 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 yeah. Paul did as he was told and kept his job, but his knee was never the same. <laughs> oh, my God. This is sad. And he ended up addicted to opioids oh, thanks no. to Jay's actions. Oh, God. Damn, Jay. You're just ruining lives Jeez. left and right. All from these wrestling matches. Jay also had an affinity for the ladies. Ooh. Now, I must mention here that Jay is an ultra-conservative Christian father of 11 children. 11? My God, Jay. Jeez, and he's still trying to get more? This is God. She, Jay, Slow Jay, you it gotta, down. You, you know, you spread your seed enough. Maybe it's time to, like... Focus on wrestling your employees or something. Yeah, we need to wrestle his member down. Yeah. We got we to gotta beat that into or submission. Or maybe like his true calling is like the MMA or WWE. That's what we need him at. He needs to be wrestling professionally. Yeah. He believes that a woman's place is uneducated, barefoot, pregnant, and in the kitchen. <laughs> barefoot? Barefoot. Women can't wear shoes. How dare you? How dare you? That is the devil's shoe, sir. Yeah. Unless unless it's like one of those uh, like China shoes from like the 1800s. Where they like break yeah, your foot. Yeah, where they break the like... foot. Yeah, that's the only shoe that they're allowed to wear according to this guy. That being said, several female receptionists came and went over the years with only Ruth sticking around because she needed the money and begrudgingly accepted the regular sexual harassment. Ugh. This man's a piece of work. God. When he wasn't behaving inappropriately with every lady that walked in the door, he was behaving inappropriately <laughs> with every other employee. This is the worst boss I've ever heard of. I know. It's like life. it's like a, a malevolent Michael Scott. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If Michael Scott was actually evil. Yeah. <laughs> Want to leave early on a slow day? Wrestle the biggest guy in the shop for it. God. <laughs> Jay was big on wrestling. If the big guy isn't in that day, buy him a pizza. Trying to have lunch? Expect Jay to throw food at you. Want to schedule Why? a vacation? Tough. He'll let you know a week in advance if you can take it. He was a complete child, and I put up with him for six long years, but I would never let him win. Ooh. The revenge. Foreshadowing. It was the summer of 2012, and Ruth and I had had enough. Jay was completely out of control as usual. Now telling me, a Latino, that if Obama won re-election, that he would make my life hell come November. Huh? Why? <laughs> Why? This guy... Wow. Like if you if this thing out of your control happens, your life is gonna be miserable. I keep thinking he's like, wow, this guy is awful, but he keeps upping the yeah. ante. It's it's he's so good incredible. at being bad. Yeah. Ruth was going through a divorce and he was trying to move in on her, 
For the record, Ruth hated Jay's guts. And so it was time to hit him where it hurt. Yeah. Ruth was ready to drop a lawsuit for sexual harassment on Jay and 123Tire, and I was ready to drop one for constructive discharge. Now, suing an employer doesn't exactly look good in one CV, but we were both at wit's end. Yeah. So, now we're at it, John. The revenge. Yeah! Ruth and I decided one evening that Jay's ultra-conservative values must be shared by his wife and his family. As he was always working, his wife must be the one who goes to the mailbox every day. Barefoot, barefoot, and pregnant. <laughs> She's literally Always constantly with pregnant. With a spatula in hand. Yeah. I created a throwaway email and got him a bill me later subscription to Hustler Magazine, Playboy, and Penthouse. The trifecta. I'm loving this. Fast forward a couple of weeks, and he comes in looking like death warmed over. Turns out, Mrs. J didn't appreciate his new taste in reading material, and now he's living in a motel in the next town over. Wow. He's not saying his wife kicked him out. He's far too narcissistic for that. But I could put two and two together. He said that he decided he's done with his wife and 11 children, and he's going to start a new life with none other than Ruth. Wow. Ruth, the one that hates his guts. I love I love how he's just deciding. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have decided my new life is with you. Yeah, just make sure to take off your shoes. And take the spatula. And are you pregnant? Yeah. Because yeah. you should be. Get on it. After all, her divorce is going to be finalized at the end of the week. So, wow. Perfect so timing. serendipitous. <gasps> it was at this point that Lou's sister, co-owner of 123Tire, and not a big fan of Jay, we'll call her Liz, overheard him talking to Ruth in a less than business appropriate manner. Liz later took Ruth aside and got straight poop on what's been happening for the last several years. And that was that. But several years. How did it take several years for this guy? Seriously, bro. Like, and it's like so obvious. And also, it sounds like they don't like, like, they don't like him already. Likes him. Fire him, bro. Fire him. But there's more. Oh, the next morning, Lou called Jay to his office and was far kinder than I would have been. Jay was to lose his title of GM and go to work in another one, two, three tire location an hour away until the end of the year. Beginning in 2013, Jay would need to find other employment. Jay was also, I think it's probably like, there was probably some contract thing. Like maybe it was on contract. Oh, they're obligated yeah, to obligated like, to hire uh, until 2013. Interesting. Also, the location that Jay was relocated to added an hour to his already hour-long commute. Nice. Yikes. I suspected that Lou also encouraged Jay to reconcile with his wife, which Jay did. Oh, he did? Yeah, but I don't think, I don't think they got back together, just like oh. they apologized. <laughs> yeah. But this gets better and crazier. I, I don't know how I could get more, but let's do it. So Jay ended his employment with 123Tire in January of 2013 okay. and never suspected any involvement from me. In fact, to this day, he stays in an occasional contact with me. That is crazy that he yeah. got away with it and he never even suspected him. That's yeah, incredible. I know. That, that means like OP was, I guess, like pretty close to the chest about not liking this guy. Yeah, because and if he's reaching out to yeah, him, that's yeah. even like Jay's like, oh, I'm still buddy buddy with OP. Yeah. He went to work for another tire store, this one a corporate chain as a store manager. He put his house on the market, bought a new one closer to his new employer and everything. A year later, he was fired after bringing a seven-figure lawsuit on them. They settled out of court, and he moved back to the house he was in before as it hadn't sold. (laughs) He couldn't even sell his house. 
That's how hard this guy is Jay's losing. Jay's next job was five minutes from his home, and his new boss was the guy that had gotten Jay fired back in 2004. That one lasted a couple of years until Jay gave up on finding employment in the area and moved himself and his whole family to the Midwest around 2016. Now in the Midwest, Jay has been unable to keep a job in the car business for more than a year, and as soon as each of his kids turns 18, they seem to move right back to the area they grew up. His New England home sold in 2019 for less than he bought it for. <laughs> Ruth still works at 123 Tire and is very happy there now. The icing on the cake. In early 2021, I finally left my job at 123 Tire, sold my house, and became a full-time RVer. I've seen the 47 U.S. states, including the Midwestern state in town that Jay resides in. I looked him up when I got there, and he came to see me after he got out of work in my new RV. He said, boy, you must really think something of me to look me up and want to see me all the way out here. If you only knew the half of it. Wow. Dude. Damn, dude. OP is kind of maniacal, bro. Dude. Like, to, like, like Jay just thinks like OP and him are buddies. Yeah. And, and like the only reason that OP <laughs> went out and traveled to the middle of America to see this guy is just to basically gloat at how terrible this guy's life is. Also, like if he had gotten away with with all that stuff for six years, probably I mean, probably he would have eventually gotten something brought on him but the reason why his life was completely destroyed was because of op i know and he has no idea big yikes okay dude. also if this person like like jay if jay ever comes across this he has to know i mean all of the details yeah the three magazines i i, I mean how many people work at a tire shop and have had that happen and have 11 kids <laughs> Like the amount of people that that is true for is very, very small. Guys, if you if you think, you know, either OP or Jay, please do do the like At Beyonce, them. you know, where they go and they find people. Go do that and then report back to us in the comments and let us please know. Do. Let us know. We want to track these people down. Yeah. This podcast isn't rated five stars. Well, it's your own damn fault. You got two thumbs and a brain, don't you? What do you think? Stars grow on trees? They don't. So go to OKOP's profile page on Spotify. Click about that rate five stars. Or wherever you get your podcasts.